Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, a podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. And I'm Kevin. So Kevin, today we're talking about the winter solstice. Now, the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere is usually December 21st or 2nd, and it basically means the shortest day, right? That's correct. While astronomers would say the winter solstice is when either of Earth's poles reaches its maximum tilt away from the sun, uh, that happens twice a year, once in each hemisphere. And yes, it's basically the day with the shortest period of daylight, and thus the longest night of the year, and when the sun is at its lowest daily maximum elevation in the sky as well. Now, the actual length of that short day depends on where you are on the Earth and how close you are to the North Pole. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The polar regions experience continuous darkness or twilight around its winter solstice. These days are often the days that mark the beginning of winter. Ah, and that's a good point and related to my first in-depth question on this topic. If the winter solstice is the longest night of the year, then why does it mark the beginning of winter? Shouldn't it really mark the very middle of winter? So two words to explain this might be something called thermal lag. Well, what happens is that it takes a long time for the oceans to heat up and cool down, and also to a lesser extent, rocks. So this means that the actual weather temperatures and weather patterns experience a little bit of lag, the, the day length by some time. So for example, in Europe, um, the Atlantic Ocean reaches its maximum temperature around September. And the ocean temperature is really important in setting weather patterns in places with you know, maritime climates or even a fair distance inland. So this means that although the longest days are in June, the hottest months are actually July and August because of that lag. I see. So that's lagging a couple of months, and that's why we start winter on the winter solstice itself. Is that the same reason why the hottest part of the day is not noon, but it's 3 to 5 p.m.? Exactly. That's also a great immediate example. The sunshine is still hot enough after it's peaked to keep raising the temperature, you know, into the hours after noon. So if the seasons are not centered around the winter solstice, why not have New Year's Day be on the winter solstice? Oh, well, that's because the, uh, the calendar used to follow the moon cycle. Julius Caesar uh, changed to a solar calendar in 45 BC. And so what happened is they added 67 days to the calendar at the very beginning of it. These were basically January and February. So that's why, you know, the first date of additions, January 1, was the first of the new year, the first year using that actual new calendar. And, you know, because a lot of other things going on, they also added leap years, although, you know, if you look into it now with total accuracy, and also changed the names of some months uh, among some other changes. And basically, once they redistributed the days of the year to add and remove all these days and calculate everything correctly, uh, the first day became January 1st, and it just didn't matter whether it was, like, on the solstice or not anymore. I see. Okay. So the difference between the solar and the lunar calendars um, comes into play here, but it sounds like a whole backstory. And I think we've done an episode in the past on uh, how the calendar and how even time systems came about. But we have to look that one up again. Finally, people have known about the winter solstice since pretty ancient times, right? Yeah, yeah. There's definitely evidence that the winter solstice was deemed a quite important moment of the annual cycle 
for some cultures as far back as like the New Stone Age. They would use it to guide farming activities, such as the mating of animals, the sowing of crops, and the monitoring of winter reserves of food. Uh, the winter solstice was important because the people were pretty economically dependent on monitoring the progress of the seasons and how much sun was available. You know, starvation was pretty common during the first months of winter, and livestock were slaughtered so that they would not have to be fed during the winter because there wasn't enough food to go around. So it was almost the only time of year when a plentiful supply of fresh meat was even available. I see. Thanks, Kevin. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you, especially when you have suggestions and comments for us. If you are a regular listener of this podcast, please do take the time to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts because it does help other people to discover this show. As always, thanks to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.